Open our Bibles quickly. Let's go to First Samuel, chapter number twelve, twenty-four. All right, one, two, go. Hallelujah. From the BB, can you put the BB in there? He says, Only go in the fear of the Lord and be his true servants with all your heart, keeping in mind what great things he has done for you. I'm just talking to you about serving the Lord. Hallelujah. So on, on, on Sunday, we read from Revelations. The, Re- the book of Revelation, chapter 1. Good. Where the Bible tells us that God has made all things or God created all things for his pleasure. And so everything that God made in its original state is supposed to meet the pleasure demand of God. In other words, God wants to see what he has done and be proud of himself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, God has to see me and rejoice. God has to rejoice. Alright, he made me so that when he sees me, he will rejoice. I was made to bring joy to the Father. Do you understand that? I was made to bring joy to God. I was made to bring joy to the Father. I was made to bring joy to the Father. Now that is very important. Hallelujah. I'm not a child of disgrace. I'm not a shameful creature. No. You know the Bible says, and God made all things and everything that the Lord has made, had made, was good. God does not make things and the things that he makes has deformities. Everything that God made is good. So I am good. Praise the name of the Lord. There's nothing wrong with me. Because I was created by God. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that we ought to fear the Lord. I mean this actually was talking um, Samuel when the children of Israel had given themselves that pressure to get a king and what have you. And Samuel said to the people, verse 23, says, as for me, never will I go against the orders of the Lord by giving up my prayers for you. But I'll go on teaching you the good and the right way. So I'll keep on teaching you the word of God. But this is your responsibility. Your responsibility is that fear the Lord and serve him. For consider, then he says that keeping in mind what great things he has done for you. Now, so I said something on Sunday that it is people who don't have any remembrance of God that don't serve God. 
it is people who are not able to know what God has done for them that don't serve God. Because if you know what God has done for you, you will serve the Lord. So the man of God says, serve God by considering the great things he has done for you. Do you know that right now as we are here, I can give all of you blank papers. Very blank, white papers. Nothing on it, nothing written on it. And then I'll give you a pen. And I'll tell you, list all the things God has done for you. You will be shocked that somebody will struggle to write something. Somebody will be, somebody will struggle. The person will not be able to know what God has done for him. Or her. Hallelujah. Because you see, most of us are stuck with things that are not working in our lives. That we have given our minds all to the hardships, all to the lack of money, all to the lack of whatever. And that has become our lives. There are people who have not, somebody can say, I have never been genuinely happy. There are people like that. See, when they recount, when they go back to the inception of their life, the only testimony they have of themselves is that I have never been truly happy. I said, are you sure? I've never, I've never been truly happy. See, when they, right now, if I tell you right now, begin to think for the past 10 years, somebody will come up and say, I've never been happy. It has been one problem from one problem to the other, from one trouble to the other, and stuff like that. When your life is like that, you can't serve God. When you always look at the negatives in your life, you can't serve God. You have to be able to see the doings of the Lord in your life to be able to joyfully serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on, are you here together? Are we, are we together in this place? Yeah. You have to set your mind. That's what the man of God is saying. He said that keeping in mind, keeping in mind, what does that mean? Hold it in your memory. Hold it in your memory. The, the way to passionately serve God is to hold the good things the Lord has done for you in your memory. A lot of people have short memories. Ah, the Lord, thank God. Oh, blessed God. Hallelujah. And then the next two months, they will come and say, I've never been truly happy. I've never been truly happy. When I look at my life, I've really, I've never been truly happy. That is to say that God has not done anything in my life. God has never done anything in my life. Hallelujah. I, was saying, I remember when my mother was giving, my mother, my mother, my mother told me after he gave it to me, uh, he nearly had miscarriage and they, he had to go and abort me and I didn't abort. And you know, and all their lives, that's how it is. But I don't know about you, for me, God has been good to me. How come you don't like that? I say, God has been good to me. You see, these are not things that you say because I say. You have to say it with a little bit of consciousness. God has been good to me. So the, 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 the prophet is telling the people, if somebody ever met you and say, why are you serving God like, why? Like, why are you serving God like that? You say, you don't know. You may not know my story. God has been very good to me. God has been good to me. And my way of service is to show him appreciation. 
it's, it's just to say thank you father for all the good things that you've done in my life hallelujah there are people when they go to God their praises and their worship is just three minutes father I thank you father I thank you that yesterday you protected me and I bless you in the name of Jesus. father my father my father as I lift up my hand today I slay I kill hallelujah I watch, I watch, I watched the movie some time ago, and the lady was praying. Every prayer was prayer of warfare. Disturbing the neighborhood. Say, Father, chase the chases. Oppress, 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 oppress the oppressors. Oh, oppress, 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 oppress the oppressors. Chase, chase, chase the chases. Kill, 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 kill the killers. Right now, oh, Father. That was all that the prayer was about. God has been good. Come on, God has been good. good. Unless if you don't have anything to thank God for, he saved you. He saved you. He gave you his spirit. God has been good. Apart from all the physical things he does for us, he has been good. He sent his son to die for us. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Daddy has a song. He says, give me way. Give me way for the praise that I have. For the Lord has been good. And his mercy, for the Lord is good and his mercy endures. Then there's a line. He says, God has been good in his son, Jesus. Give me way for the praise I have. Hallelujah. So if you are making up your mind to serve God, to serve the Lord, if you're making up your mind to serve the Lord, you have to keep in mind what great things he has done for you. If your motivation for serving the Lord is what God can do for you, you are wrong. Your motivation for serving the Lord should be what things he has already done, not what he's going to do, but the great things. When I look back, I have seen a faithful God. When I look back, I have seen an awesome father. When I look back, I've seen a great, great, marvelous father. And this is why I am going to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, let me read something to you. Let's go to the book of Romans. Let's go to the book of Romans chapter number one. Let's read from 21. Let's begin from 18 actually. From verse 18. No, in James. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Next verse. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has showed it unto them. 
For the invisible things of, of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foot was darkened. Let's continue. We'll come back to the 21. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own heart to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Now let's go to the verse 21. So the Bible is talking about a category, a group of people who, who knew God, who saw the power of God. People that the Bible says, even the Godhead was showed to them. Amazing encounters with the Lord. Awesome experiences with God. Powerful manifestations of God. They saw it. They, they sensed it. They experienced it. But then the Bible says, these people, when they knew God, when they knew God, they did not glorify him. So it is possible to know God and not glorify him. Hallelujah. Isn't that what we have today in, our, in many, of, many of the churches around? People go to church. They just go to church like that. There's nothing there for them. They, they, they don't glorify the Lord. They sing because we are singing. They don't sing with their heart. Hallelujah. They pray because we are praying. They don't pray with their heart. I mean, they have to come because they say we should come. They don't come with their heart. So the Bible says, they, we have an example. People who knew God, and the Bible says, when they knew God, they did not glorify God. The word is, they didn't honor the Lord. Hallelujah. They did not hold God in high esteem. That's what it means to, to glorify the Lord. They, God did not, God was not, God was not honored in them. Like they treated God as one of the oceans. Are we together in this place? Come on, are we together in this place? They treated God as just one of the options. So the Bible says, they did not glorify him. And neither were they thankful. They didn't thank the Lord. Now, then the Bible says, they became vain in their imaginations. What is he talking about? When you are not glorifying God and you are unthankful to the Lord, you will become vain in your thinking. I'm still explaining what, when the man of God said, keep in mind all the great things that God has done for you. Because if you keep in mind what great things God has done for you, you will not become vain in your thinking. Hallelujah. Say, God has done me well. Come on, say, God has done me well. So it says they became vain in their imagination. It means the word vain means to become empty or foolish. They began imagining foolish things. 
think about it. Whenever your mind is going on a walking spree, when you are thinking about what somebody has done, when you're thinking about how your life is not going well, when you are thinking and you are getting angry and stuff like that, that is called the, the vain imagination. You're having vain imaginations. You're having foolish thinking. Hallelujah. And that is able to happen when you are not glorifying or thanking God. So here, the apostle is saying, when you see people who are thinking nonsense, when you see people who are complaining, when you see people who are just imagining rubbish, those people, it's, an, it's, it's a clear indication that they have not been thanking God. It's a clear indication that they have not been glorifying God. And you see, you would have to have in your mind the great things God has done for you to be able to glorify God. You would have to have in your mind the wonderful things God has done for you to be able to glorify God. Think for example, somebody just, we just finished church service and then maybe somebody goes to post on his status. The person came to church who we had worship in the church. We had prayer in the, in the church. Word of God came in the church. The brethren met. Everything was powerful. Then he goes and what is in their mind? Because on her way or on his way going, he met or somebody made a statement. So he has forgotten all the beautiful experience he had in church to just respond to that one negative. When that happens, eh, you are becoming like these people. You are becoming foolish. Do you understand that? You're becoming foolish. So there are people, they don't retain God in their mind. So they can't serve God. They don't retain God in their mind. When they come to church, they're happy. Oh, church service is awesome. We pray, we dance, we shout, we do the word and everything. The moment they step out of the church, it's like they didn't even come to church. They are not able to keep God in their mind. And what does that mean? They are not able to glorify God and they are, they are not thankful. Do you know right now, eh, we can have it, I can change the service right now and almost everybody will fall down under the anointing. It is not like it's, a, it's anointing me that has come. No, I will just have to walk you through a couple of things that will stir your mind into a something that you will not be able to stand on your feet. So it means that this mind, eh, for you to stay full of God, for you to stay afloat, for you to enjoy God, it's not strange. It's just staying your mind on God and blessing him and thanking him. See, we can say right now, begin to thank God. The first thing that you do is, people have been deceived by tongues. And you see, their mind is not in the thing. They feel like they know how to pray in tongues, so they just have to pray in tongues to at least, I mean, while away time. But if I tell you to begin to thank God, glorify God, and you begin to take your time and walk through all the blessings of God in your life, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you forget about your sorrows. You forget about who has hurt you. You, are for, you forget about your anger. You forget about whatever. And you will be so much in love with God. Yeah. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah. I said praise the name of the Lord. Yeah. Very important. So the Bible says they, were, they, they did not glorify God. Neither were thankful to him. 
But instead, they became vain in their imagination and their foolish heart was darkened. So the way to darken your heart is to be unthankful. The way to darken your heart is to cease glorifying God. Hallelujah. Come on, are we together in this place? That's the way to darken your heart. What does it mean to darken your heart? To darken your heart, the Bible talks about, the Bible talks about 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. Let's go there and look at something. What it means to darken your heart. We'll come back here. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious, the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So when the heart is darkened, people cannot accept what God has done. When the heart is darkened, people cannot receive the gospel. When the heart is darkened, people cannot make sense of what God has done. So he says, there are people that the God of this world has blinded their eyes. And because their eyes have been blinded by the God, the God of this world, they are not able to receive what God has done in Christ, which is called the gospel. When, when you as a child of God, your heart is darkened, you have received the gospel already. I mean, you're going to go to heaven. But if your heart is darkened, anything of God will no more make sense to you. So think about the Christian who, instead of going to church, will, will say that, oh, all my things are dirty, so I'll be washing them on Sunday. It is a proof of a darkened heart. Are we together in this place? It's a proof that the heart is darkened. And how did the heart become darkened? The person was unthankful and the person did not glorify God. See, if you are ready to serve God, if you want to walk with God, if you are ready to serve God, these two things must be very strong in your life. Glorifying God, honoring God, and thanking God. Bless God for everything he's done for your life. Hallelujah. Come on. Be thankful. Tell somebody to be thankful. Be thankful. And don't just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you. Thank you for life, oh God. Thank you for the food I eat, oh God. And thank you, oh God. Thank you for everything that you have done for me. Oh, shalom, shalom. Uh-uh. You have to most often than not, if you're thanking him for the things, the permanent things he's done in your life, awesome. Thank you for salvation. Thank you. And you are not just mentioning them. Do you understand? You're following. You're blessing him indeed. And you know how, how to sometimes tease the devil. Oh, Father, I don't have a job yet, but Father, I thank you for salvation. Yeah. Yeah. They will be like this guy. Father, I know that I am not where I want to be now, but Lord, you have been faithful. I bless you, God. Thank you for the wonders you've done in my life. Yeah. Don't get stuck with wrong things in your life. Hallelujah. Don't get stuck with wrong things in your life. Be stuck with the doings of the Lord. You've done me good. You've done me well. You have made me God. Hallelujah. Yeah. And that in doing so 
always your heart will rejoice and always you'll be excited to be around the people of God. Don't be thinking about eh, when I was 16 years, I was sick. When I was 3 years, I was sick. No. I am here now. Hallelujah. I'm the workmanship of God created in Christ unto good works. That's who I am now. Goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. That is who I am now. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, so he says, they were not thought, they became vain in their image and their foolish heart was dark in 22. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. You see, it always looks like people who don't like going to church and people who have issues in church, it always looks like to them, they are always the sensible. No, you don't, you don't, you don't see that. Yeah. Always check people who have stopped going to a particular church. They always have the reasons why they couldn't stay. And always they tell you about how everybody is bad and they only are good. That, that's what, that's, that, the Bible says they profess, they say they are wise, but they are actually fools. God is not, you see, everything is in the Bible. Be like eh, the church right now, there's no love in the church as if they are preaching love. If you don't go to church, nobody will even check up on you. But if you are to ask them, when you were in the church and people were not coming to church, were you checking up on them? You'll find them they weren't, but suddenly they've seen how important it is to be checking up on people who don't come to church. The Bible says, professing to be wise, they became fools. I don't understand. I mean, in the church, these days, if you need help, nobody helps you. But you see, even then, sometimes they will tell you, even if we don't, I know that we don't have money, even if we don't have money, at least they must show care. It's like they always know how things should be done. The Bible says it's foolishness. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't ever come to a point. Where you think everybody is wrong, you alone is right. The Bible says that is foolishness. See, the Bible says, don't be wise in your own in your own eyes. Do not be wise in your own eyes. And the Bible says that particular symptom is when people are not glorifying God, and it starts by not glorifying God and being unthankful. And then your mind will begin to wander about. See, when you are not thanking God. When you are not glorifying God, you give your mind the chance to feed on the negatives. Some of the negatives people talk about in churches, they had always been there. But when they were in the spirit, they never saw it. It didn't even mean anything to them. But the moment they became unthankful and they did not glorify God, everything became, ah, see the way this person looked at me. He did not even greet me. He saw me and he passed. But at first, if a sister saw you and passed, you like, ah, didn't you see me? Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. All right, all right. And it does not, it's not any issue. But suddenly, that same thing becomes an issue. You can't even breathe. No, 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 no. You have a problem. You have a problem. And that stops you from serving God. Look at it. Anytime people fall from 
fervency. Anytime people fall from actively serving the Lord, it does not begin with sin. Mm -mm. It begins with their mind. It begins with their mind. And then, most often than not, offenses will set in. Even if they sinned, it is not a sin that will make them like that. When they sin, their heart will smote them. They will, their heart will smite them. They will begin to, oh, I didn't do well. All right, you let me, let me stay home for a while. Let me just work on myself a bit. And when they begin to stay home to work, work on themselves a bit, then somebody didn't call them. Then that become an issue. When I even stepped, when I even, I mean, got to the house, nobody called me. Nobody checked up on me. Now the issue is no more the sin. The issue right now is about what people are not doing. I'm just waiting for the man of God to call me. The man of God never called me. He did not call me. But if it's some people in the church, the man of God have driven his car to go there. Then they will begin to say, this, this days and times, pastors, the church will just, they just take the money of the church, they buy houses and all of that, and I'm not even ready to go to church again. I don't even go to church. No, it's not like you are wise. You are not wise. Your problem began long time ago, but you didn't know. Your problem began when you did not honor the Lord, when you were unthankful. You cannot be talking negative about your pastor that you always thank God for. It's not possible. You cannot be saying, Father, I thank you. Thank you for giving me the best pastor. Thank you for giving me a pastor who is leading me. Oh, thank you for... And then later, you... No, it doesn't work like that. It is when you stop being in awe or being thankful to God for the pastor he has given you that your mouth will have space to say rubbish about him. In the same way, if there's a brother in the church, if you are blessing God for the brothers you have in church, for the sisters you have in church, you want to bless God for the, for the, for the unity in the church, you want to bless God for the awesomeness of the presence of God in the church, and you want to bless God for all of that, you will not have time to begrudge anybody. Because you see, you are always thankful for God for them. See, somebody, somebody called me one time, and the person was telling me, um, do you know this person in the church? I said, oh, uh, I don't know him. And so, no, it was a hair. I don't know her. Then kept on telling me. Kept, so I said, no. Then I said, what about him? The person started talking. I didn't do here. I said, no, I didn't hear. Didn't, and truly, I had not heard anything. I said, no, no, I didn't hear. Didn't you? I, said, I said, hey, so you, what are you doing in the church? I said, because I don't listen to those things. You see, your ear, the things you like hearing is what is going to gravitate towards you. I like to hear good things about people. I don't like to hear bad things about people. I like to hear that somebody is doing mighty things in the kingdom. I like to hear that somebody has a testimony. I like to hear and know people who are walking with the Lord and God is doing mighty things in their lives. I don't stay around negative. You will not find me around negative people. No. If I find out you are a negative person, I try to help you. If you are not helpable, I will not be around you. I don't stay around toxic people. Always my energy is high. Yeah, always my energy is high. I want to bless God. I want to shout. I want to catch something. I want to make noise. I want to just be there and then think about the, the, the mighty things God is doing. I want to hear of the mighty things God is doing around the world. I want to hear the men of God that are healing people. I want to hear the big crusades. I want to hear the masses of people that are being saved. I want to hear the churches that are being established. I want to hear the testimonies that are going around in the ministry. I want to hear and I want to see that. 
don't want to hear and then somebody did this and then somebody that no 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 because i don't want my heart to be darkened hallelujah it begins like it's a seed you will not be able to serve god you cannot be having issues in the church and say i'm going to join the choir no 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 there's no way people who walk in offenses always check them they, they can be serving God faithfully. The moment they harbor offenses, whatever they are doing, they don't do it again. If they, if they are counting offering, they will leave it. They will not come. If they are singing, they will not join the choir. They can come and the choir is singing and they are sitting, the choir is about to sing and the choir will go and they are sitting down. Because they are not in the mood. When you are serving God, the Bible says, keep in mind the great things God has done for you. Because that will not make you stop. If somebody says, hey, and, then, and then you are hurt, they say, are you still going to sing? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to sing because God has done great things for me. God has done great things for me. And the good things God has done for me means a lot to me. What a man can do against me. Hallelujah. He says, the Lord is my light, so I will not fear what man can do unto me. God is my joy. God is my strength. God is my ability. It's not about men. See, don't live your life around the negative things people do. You will die. I keep telling you that. You will die. Even this one, I'm saying, after church, if somebody does something to you, you will still go and you'll be angry. Don't darken your heart. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't darken your heart. Don't darken your heart. Don't allow your imaginations to be running around. You're thinking some of them, how many of you are there? Nobody has beaten you. Nothing. You were not angry. Nothing. But you started thinking about some things. By the time you started crying. Just there on your bed. You're just... I don't know. Then why don't you know? I don't know. When I love people, they pay me back with evil. The person, you are just alone. Oh. How many have been there before? You start crying and later maybe something will tell you. So right now, why are you crying? All of you have been, have you, some of you have been there before. What, like, like, what is this? What a life. What a life. These of you are too emotional. You crave for attention. You crave for pampering. Some people can just create a mess so that they can receive attention. That's called, that's called, that, 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 that's called, it's called gaslighting. Gaslighting. Narcissism. 
Like you're a narcissist. When you try to play the victim in order to get attention. There are people smart and say, I'm going to kill myself. Then everybody will, now you, everybody will begin to call. They enjoy the calling and they enjoy the talking and they enjoy the, you know why you do know what is happening. I'm praying with you. And then they are happy. <laughs> and then they are happy. That is gaslighting. Trying to, trying to outsmart people by playing the victim to get attention. My brother, one day you will die. That's lighting. You know, like a man and a woman, they are there in the house and then the woman is at fault. Then the woman, the woman begins to say, I don't even know. I don't know. I remember three years ago, three years ago, you said some hateful things to me. Even that one, you didn't apologize. By the time you realize, the conversation you are talking about it has changed. Right now, you, you are the, the man right now thinks, ah, I'm at fault. They told baby, sorry, 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 sorry. And they're happy. Happy. Three years ago. That's gaslighting. You know, craving for attention by all means. Some people enjoy it. They they enjoy it. They enjoy it when when they are when they are when they are when they are drilling people. When they are taking them through all the pains to get the attention. For example, like it's raining, then he can call that I want ice cream. It's raining, oh. Please, if you don't mind me the ice cream, don't talk to me. I'm craving it so bad. Then the person will walk through the rain. He'll bring the ice cream. When he sees or when she sees the person wet, then she's like, oh, you did all this for me. That is gaslighting. Praise the name of the Lord. See, if you're like that, you can't serve God. Because in the house of God, you can't do that here. We are building a great church here. We are not building gaslighters here. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. I'm building gaslighters here. Me, you can't gaslight me. No, 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 no. If I talk to you one today, I see that you are craving that. I will not mind you again. If you like, die. Don't you like that? I don't give a hoot. I will not mind you. Today, your son called me. Hello, daddy. Hello, daddy. I said, yes, please. I'm, I'm, I'm going to school today. I said, the Lord be with you. You came home. I'm staying with you. I didn't even know where you are staying. You came. And you are going. You are calling me so I will send you money. You got a problem, baby. I said, the Lord be with you. And I hung, he was just on that hang up. He can if he call, I'll say, don't call me again. I'm not raising morons. Just you know I'm talking about? I'm not raising, no, no, I'm not raising morons. Oh, to me, he said, you were need to say that. No, 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 no. Oh, you're about you're above 18, you should have some sense. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, some people like that. I didn't know And the person will still come to you and laugh, smile, and expect you to just do no, no, it's not like that. You are a gaslighter, you are a narcissist, or you are having a narcissist character. Praise the name of the Lord. And such people can't serve God. Because you see, you cannot be sincere and still gaslight people. 
No, no, no. Sincerity, you, you say the thing as it is. Do you get it? And we use that to serve God. Come on. Are we together? Yes, say, I serve the Lord. Serve Come on, say, I serve the Lord. I serve the Lord. Yeah. I mean, you're talking to somebody, you're telling the person, listen, it's very normal. You will be hurt. You'll be hurt. Pastor can hurt you. Everybody can hurt you. Because all of us, as we are here, we are perfect in the perfection of Christ. I will hurt you, whether you like it or not. I will say something you may not like. I will tell you to do something you may not like. I will bash you sometimes in a wrong way. Later, I'll find out that, oh, wow, I, it's not really like that. Even if I tell you I'm sorry, I'll bash you. You just have to be, you just have to be ready for everything. Don't be ready for the sweet things alone. Hey, I don't know. Man of God has never told me I love you before. Or, oh, I don't know. Man of God has not, he's never given me money before. I don't know. Man of God has never let me sit in his car before. Is this a car you want to sit in? And that is a problem. That should not be a problem. You have allowed your mind to be unthankful and ungrateful. You see, let me let me find this scripture for you. Ecclesiastes. Ten eighteen. All right, are we there? All right, let's let's read it. One, two, go. Through much what? Somebody said idleness. Whose version is that? All right, so read it. Because of laziness, the root caves in. And because of negligent hand, the house leaks. So whenever your mind, when, where, whenever there is laziness, you know what laziness is? Nothing is to be done. Whatever will happen, you will happen. When your mind is actually in that state, he says that the building caves in. The building caves in. It means the whole thing collapses. Your life will collapse when you don't put your mind to work. Do you understand that? When we are all here, we are blessing God. Your mind is wandering about. You're, you're hearing a car sound. You're thinking about something. Or your, your life will cave in. Your life will cave in. If you don't take charge of your thoughts, your life will cave in. See, you can decide to be hurt or not. It, you decide. Can I say that again? Come on, are we all here together? Are we together in this place? You sure we are together in this place? Say we are building a great church. Yes, so you can decide to be hurt or not. It's a choice. It's a choice. And, ah, somebody has done something. I'm angry. How did you get? How did you get there? You decided to let what the person say affect you. Imagine if you were a mad person. Somebody will insult you and you'll be laughing. 
Just think about it. Yeah, you just be. <laughs> Nothing is funny, but you are laughing. That people, they are always, nothing is going on in their mind. It's like a land. When it is not tilled, when it is not worked on, all kinds of weeds will grow on it. So you have to get to a point and say, no, I serve the Lord. This thing, not here. This thing, no, 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 not, not this time, not this time. Not this time. Not this time. No, 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 not this time. No, 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 no. You are not permitted in my head. What do you think about what the guy said? Such nonsense. Such nonsense. A whole you. A whole you. You don't, you don't even have a bicycle. Your mind is already telling you, a whole you. Who are you? I hold you. No, 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 no. Then you are, you are just. How many of you, somebody said something here. It didn't affect you. Later when you went home and you thought about it. They said, ah. Or sometimes somebody even told you something. It was not a problem. Then something happens. Then another gossip comes and then you begin to connect them. They say, oh, that is why the last time he said that to me. When I see him. So it's because your mind was not there or your mind did not give much attention to it. That's why you weren't hurt. But right now, your mind is on it. That's what the Bible is saying. If your mind is on what God has done for you, the result is that you become grateful, you become thankful, you will not be vain in your, in your thinking, you will not be vain in your imagination, you will not be empty in your, your imagination, you will be full of joy, you will be full of the spirit, you will be full of excitement to work for God, to do mighty things for God, and that is what your mind is always going to be about. Think about it. Two people, all of them feel the awasi. One is still serving God. I said that nothing has happened. Sheko barate labari. And that's that. Another person is dying. I remember when, when I was in form two, I heard of something in the news. I used to preach with it a lot. There's a lady, uh, um, one of the candidates who wanted to do medicine. And for medicine, I think you need to get seven straight A's or eight A's. And the person got all the A's and one B. And the person was seen with a suicide note on the way to go and die. And I knew people who had F99. It means they had 9981. They had aggregate 81. 81. And they were already on mission field. Winning souls. Then I said, I will never be bothered by any certificate in this world. No. I won't. So that's something that will make people cry. I remember when, when our results came, I was on the mission field and I was getting calls. The WASI results are in. The, you know that, that kind, if you have finished WASI, if you have finished as you, the pressure. When they go, I tell them, no, I'm on the mission field, I'm winning. So, so you can be by the checker and check. They say, how oh, bad, we didn't do well. He must, I said, please, I'm winning, so leave me alone. I didn't mind anybody. I came home. Two weeks later, I was still, I had not checked. 
It wasn't because I was afraid. So when they come, I'm like, why are you giving this, 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 why are you giving it so much relevance like that? You know, when I want to check, when I decided I want to go to school, then I went. It, they had already come inside the school. People had gone to collect theirs. And when I had gone to buy forms and what have you, and then I had to add that to be able to, so I just went, I went to check it, and then hey, then I placed it inside. Then I took it to the school. Case closed. What is this? And then somebody is crying. <laughs> it's just here. Because what is making somebody cry, somebody is composed. I thought I had first class. I didn't have first class. I had second class upper. Somebody too has a pass. And that day, the, the, the suit the person is coming with. I'm done with university. That's all matters. All is here. All is here. All is here. And seeing the possibilities of the future. See that no matter what is happening, hey, I, my life is a glorious one. I have, I serve a God, eh? even if I'm the back, I'm at the back, he can tell everybody, turn everybody, this is the front. I don't have a problem. Things that kill people don't kill me. Things that pressure people don't pressure me. Praise the name of the Lord. Ask yourself, those of you who took, um, who took, um, um, how do you call it? You took leave of ministry. And you were not coming to church, or you didn't feel like going to church, or church was not liking you, you didn't like it, and all that. Ask yourself. Just ask yourself that if you had really maintained this thing I'm teaching you tonight, you think it would have happened? It would not have happened. Because personally, I've also had a lot of many various reasons. A lot of many various reasons. Not to come and preach to you. But you still have to come anyways. Praise the name of the Lord. If you're going to serve the Lord, the law is in 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 24. Keeping in mind the great things God has done. He didn't say keep in mind the wrong things people have done. He didn't say keep in mind what you're going through. He didn't say keep in mind what you're thinking. He didn't say keep in mind the work that is not going on. He didn't say keep in mind when you fail your exams. Ah, he said the only thing if you want to serve God, the only thing you are supposed to keep in mind is the great things God has done for you. And, and I don't know, work is no more coming. I'm not getting work. You are not getting work. Somebody does not even know what to do. You, you, are, you, you know what to do and work is not coming. Somebody does not even know what to do. Do you understand that? You are not the one who is in the worst of situations. There are many people who are the queue. You are somewhere that's advantageous. So project, see the, see the mighty things God is, see the great things God has done. And say, boy, I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm moving, <laughs> I'm moving. The world is small, I'm moving. All is well, all is well, all is well. And always you'll be excited to be in the house of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. All is well. All is well. All is well. And therefore I enjoy my life. 
I enjoy, I, I'm not negative. I'm not negative. I can't go and commit suicide because somebody broke up with me. If you broke up with me, I will break in with somebody. I mean, that's, my friend, get away. There's a life ahead of me. I have a life ahead of me. Did you understand what I'm talking to you about? <laughs> man, I go, please, can you help? So a lady came to me and was talking. She said, man, I go, please, can you help me? I said, what? What should I? <laughs> and lady was crying. I thought, oh, this is a serious matter. <laughs> I said, what is the matter? My sister, what's the matter? You know, and she's not saying, and she's crying, and she's not saying. You know, sometimes you just have to allow the person talk, 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 talk. I mean, be quiet, and then... <laughs> I said, Madam, what is the matter? It all began <laughs> three months ago. Now, I just knew his relationship. The moment she said, It all began three months ago, I knew his relationship. I said, What began? It's a lot of things. I don't even know where to start from. I said, Start anywhere. You just, wherever you start from. <laughs> I have invested my life into him as a relationship. That this will be true. Then he said, I have tried calling him. I went to see the mother. And they said, I don't want to see me again. So I've been calling to apologize. But now he has blocked me. I want you to pray for me. It's crazy. You are calling the person. You are calling the person. The person is not answering. The person is seeing your call. The person is not answering. Move on. No, what's so strange about this? I've invested in him. Who told you? Is he? Was he a bank? <laughs> was he a bank? Eternal investment. When we were going for so many, and we are here. In boy, and we are to, you are invested in him. It's serious. When you see somebody, no, you want to throw your whole life on the person. You are going to cook, you are going to wash, you are going to clean the room. What's wrong with you? Saturday, we have evangelism. You are going to your boyfriend's house. You see the way you are walking. That's how you, when you are coming back. No, 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 no. Don't, don't force yourself like that. Some of you guys, this lady you are looking at, the lady's heart is closed. You want to, you want to still, you want to enter, you want to enter. I'm a speck of my own. You have to have that thing. I'm a speck of my own. Nobody. I said, eh, sir, please. I'm, I'm coming to see if eh, the application I, I brought six months ago. Oh, my friend, go. I will say, we'll call you. Yes, sir, please. <laughs> oh, hey, my friend, go, go. Here you go. Are you there? One week later, you come. Sir, please. Ah, this guy. 
No. No, no, no. Say, boss, boss, hey, relax. It's a job I came to look for. You try to demean me here. What's wrong with you? Hallelujah. Set, like, enjoy yourself. Don't become cheap to anybody. Praise the name of the Lord. The person says, it's my lecture. And then you are my lecturer, and so what? So you want to you want to feel you want to make me feel like I'm not a human? You can't do that. I always say that the world is created by our father for all of us to enjoy. We all have equal right to enjoy. You can't make the earth, you can't make this world hard for me. Chop your line inside, let me chop my line inside. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. You cannot be drawn towards negativity. Be drawn towards things that people are doing and still be able to properly serve God. You can't do that. Most of it are not people who say, I'm working on myself. Oh, I'm just trying to work on myself. I mean, I just I need some time to work on things and stuff like that. Their problem is not work on things. Still, their mind is stuck with the negative things. If you can just set up yourself one night, thank you, Father. I bless you, Lord. You saved me, you led me, you took me out of things when I had no strength. I bless you, Father. Then you sing or you bless the name of the Lord. The next day you wake up, you are so fresh, ready to smile again, ready to give praise to God, ready to enjoy the Lord. Hallelujah. So, eh, 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 I don't know, I can't come to church. So, um, please, you do the ushering for me. Why? Because I'm going through a lot of things. I want to take my time and handle them. Madam Handel, are you a car handler? What are you handling? No. Praise the name of the Lord. Say, I serve the Lord nonstop. No, it's like it's like you don't like what I'm telling you. Say, I serve the Lord nonstop. Hallelujah. Very important. The moment you begin to join any of the ministries in the church, be ready. First thing you should be expecting is head. If you are not hurt, say, hey, why is this thing delaying? So it's like it's delaying. You know? Yeah, so when you get a pump and say, aha, that's fine now. At least. Because you see, it will happen. But be stuck with the good things the Lord is doing. Don't let your mind become vain because, because of laziness, the roof caves in. Caves in. You not become active again. You know, how many of us know that when you take leave of what you are doing in church? When you are back in your element, coming back is very tough. Very tough. If you were singing and you left for three months and then... And then, the first time you can't you hold microphone, you feel like you're in the wrong place. You just feel like you, your spirit, there will be no more spirit in you. Most of the way, do, do, do now, you'll be thinking, what are people going to say? What are people saying? Yes. It is not the people, it is you. Nobody has that. Nobody is thinking about you. You know, people think that, let me close with it. People think that. 
All that people are doing in this life is thinking about them and talking about them. Like, don't overrate yourself like that. You are not that important like that. Did you understand? People think that like, as people are in their homes, right now somebody and somebody is doing a call about them. Ah, who are you? They're always thinking. So when they come and maybe, oh, Gifty didn't smile, then by now Gifty, they call I was saying, maybe somebody is rushing to go and take a mop. We saw you at Nani Bread. Why are you late now? Who do you say? Hunuban or Kojimo? But you will tremble and cry. Say, I met him right at the gate. He passed. I just shook my head. I said, these people, they don't know. They don't. They don't know. They don't know. He's just going like he's busy going to pick a mop and. It's serious. This the way the church is going. We didn't even start the church like that. When we started church, we're all together. All these people who just came in, they came, they come with some attitude. This, you are the problem. You have an MBA, maybe That when that spirit enters into you, you feel like everything should revolve around. When people meet you, they should just be like, Oh, please, you are welcome. Status of the ministry. It doesn't work like that. You have an MBA spirit. Hallelujah. So it's not people don't think about you like you think. Say people don't think about me like I think. Pastor, people are serious. Oh. People are some people are in their rooms, they are praying. Some people are going to work, they are they are stuck in traffic. Some people are running after some deals. Some people are stuck. Some people are even in their room. They are thinking about Charlie. This week, can't I get any contract anywhere to at least some 500 cities to land or something? Some people are thinking about hey Charlie. So what will I do? I need to be financially free. You think that all that they are doing. It's thinking about you. Be there. Be there. Hallelujah. Nobody thinks about you like that. Are you understanding that? Nobody thinks about As I'm told, somebody is in the room. The person is very hungry. Hungry is looking at where. <laughs> the, the, the ability to think is not even there. Did you understand? Somebody who is going through something very awkward, one corner. He's think God, when are you coming to help me with this matter? Then you are there, you think somebody's thinking, nobody has the time. My friend, nobody has the time. Nobody, say nobody has the time. So you are walking already, you are frowning. You come to church and you are frowning because you think everybody, like, like the church, they've all ganged up against Who are you? Nobody's ganging up against you. Did you even see the way that he was preaching? Ah, they've, told, they've spoken to him. So see, like they think, like straight bullet is giving it to me. You think like that's? You think I have time for you? You don't understand preaching. Hallelujah! When you keep on doing that, you you become vain. Let's let's finish with the Romans quickly. You become vain in your imaginations, and you you're you're foolish heart. The Bible says you gain a foolish heart. That foolish heart gets darkened. Hallelujah! Your heart now is darkened. I mean, when you talk about me, it's your problem. Whatever you teach, you see me to be. Because right now, if I give five people a sheet of paper to write about me, everybody will write something different. There's no way what they're writing is going to be the same. So your opinion of me is your version of me. That's your problem. I know I'm very good. That's, that's all. I cannot be thinking about what you're thinking about me. No, no, no. I don't have time for that. 
I have a church to pastor. I have books to write. I have lives to change. I have sick people to heal. Hallelujah. Just right now, I have about four people in chains. I have to find time to go and pray for them. Believing God that they will be healed. You think I have time to think about you? No. My friend. So look at that. He says that they glorified him not. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination. And fully, and their foolish heart was darkened. Let's continue. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. 23. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man. I should preach on this on Friday. Hallelujah. He says that when they were not thankful and they were not glorifying God, they became foolish in their darkened heart and then they changed the glory of God. They changed the glory of the uncorruptible God to an image that is corruptible. Their life moved away from God. The reverence of God. The holding of God in high esteem. Now their God became their work. Their God became their friends. Their God became a mutual joint on Sundays. Their God became something that does not have equal value as God. Do you understand that? Yeah. That's how it is. So the person who was coming to church and worship time, the person is crying and crying and crying. And the person is jumping during praises. And the person is excited. The person now comes to a point where on Sunday we say, oh, I have to wash my things. Swap. They've swapped the image. They've swapped their God. May you never come to that place. Come on, I pray for you in the name of Jesus. May you never come to that place. May you never come to that place. Sundays they will go to church, bless God, worship God, and now Sundays they watch movies. They watch movies now because you see they are not interested in going to church. I'm tired of church. I can't go to church. They swap now. The things that are corruptible have become the image of God to them. So when you meet someone, the person says, oh, You can worship God in your room. I read my Bible and I'm fine. I do my own church service in the room. And most of these people don't actually read the Bible. They swap. Then the Bible says that and made to um, corruptible man and to birds, four-footed bees and creeping things. Now here he's talking about those who actually now begin to carve idols, proper idols to worship them. You can have a gospel singer, somebody who started singing gospel in the church, get to a point he feels like, no, Charlie, this time if you don't get protection, you will die. And then they will go to an shrine to go and collect pende. They will go and collect juju to come and sing gospel. I was told that some of the gospel people, they, they go and then they use blades to mark their tongue. Yeah. And the person says he's a gospel singer. Like they become too busy. They did not understand what they were doing. They didn't give glory to God. They were not thankful to God. And so now, they are, the fame has overwhelmed them to the point that their foolish heart is darkened. Right now, they've lost the sense of God in them. May you never lose the sense of God in you. Because it's possible for a Christian to lose the sense of God. It's possible for somebody who once prayed in tongues very on fire and stuff like that to come to a point 
where everything of God does not really the person can show appearance, the person can pray in tongues and stuff like that. The person can still be doing that. But the person, the Bible says that they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power of it. And may he never come to that point. Praise the name of the Lord. You that you were on the mission field, you gave a prophecy. Now you prayed for somebody, the person is healed and stuff like that. You come to a point, you will foolishly say that all those things, Charlie, Charlie, I don't know. Maybe Charlie, I don't know. I don't even know whether they got here or they didn't get here. That time, man of God just tell you, bring some people. So just come and the person who's at least if you pray for the person, the person who's, I'm healed. So there's no God. Oh. Your foolishness was written 2,000 years ago. It's right here. Let's try to finish it. Uh-huh. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the last of their own heart to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. The last time I told you something. God loves us, but he does not force us. We're together in this place? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's a Christian who loved God. He used to love God. He used to be faithful in, in the church. He was even a pastor. He was a deacon. He was whatever. And then finally... He doesn't care about God. You see, he's going to smoke. He's going to sleep with people. You know, all kinds of things. And God says, all right, let him be. Allow him to be. Hey, no, man of God. God cannot put a chain on your neck to be dragging you to church every day. No. It is you who has to come to a point of saying, wow, Lord, I am walking with you. See, walking with God consistently does not depend on God. It depends on you. And it depends on your choices. Write that down. It depends on your choices. Now, let me close with that. Oh, I was closing with something. Eh? I couldn't close with that. I'm going to close with that. This one. It depends on your choices. Choices you make. The associations you make. Write what I'm telling you. It's very important. The associations you make. The friends you make. The places you go to. Very important. Because you see, as we are here, 10 years from now, some of us may not be here. Do you understand that? Some of us, some of us, some of us would have stopped church. I said this thing two years ago. And as we are talking, some of the people who said, ah, I am going to be here, they are not here. They are not here. You know why? Because they are going through a couple of things. They want to handle it. And they are, they are still handling it. That's how it is. There's always reshuffling. The devil will always bring something up, give you a more reason, and will be dragging you, be dragging you, be dragging you. By the time you realize you are dragged, but may it not be you. Praise the name of the Lord. So the service of God, the service of God is done through keeping in mind the great things that God has done for you. To serve God. If you if say we are going for evangelism, what will make you to say, I will not sleep, I will go for evangelism, is to be always mindful or keep in mind the great things God has done for you. Some of you, you are here, you don't belong to any department in this ministry. You don't belong to any department in this church. You just come to church. When we close, you go. You don't, be, you don't feel 
the need to commit yourself to anything. You don't, you don't have it. Music is there. This one is there. This one is there. You still don't have any pleasure to, to join anything. You just want to come to church and go. So, somebody said, the reason I don't want to join anything in the church is that they, they, after church, all music people wait behind. Or all these people wait behind. I can't. You're still carnal. If you have in your mind, the great things God has done for you, you will know that there is no sacrifice in this world that can be compared to that of Jesus Christ. There's no sacrifice in this world that is that is compared or can be compared to the great things God has done for you. You know, one day I was preaching in a church in a village and the one who was leading the praises had one child here, not the back one, she name, and a penny and he was leading the praises. No one was singing, ah, bonus, bonus, clapping, clapping. And then the woman started dancing, dancing. And I looked at the challenge the woman brought to church. I had to say, it's a washabe too. Do you understand? A two. And the woman was happy. And if you see the clothes the woman is wearing to church. And the woman is happily praising, thanking God and dancing. And then I saw the other customers in the church dancing. You know, the people there dancing. And I'm just asking myself, what at all has these people seen? Because you have every reason to stay home. Number one, being born here. Number two, some of you have not even gone to school before. Number three, what you are wearing, you can't send it to church. But you have brought it to church. After the praise and worship, we sat down, and then they saw uh, we were dancing. You know, village churches they do that. Then the woman who led the praise came to stand in front of the people. Then the church was Amen. So I was the one to preach. So I was seated in front. I just bowed my head like that, and I started crying. And I'm like, somebody in a state like that could say, Eradiyayibi, with joy. What was the testimony? Okocha plantain. I know they call market, Okotor plantain, or Oton plantain. I know they go come, or they call market. Or they call market. There were a lot of plantain. And he was wondering how he's going to sell her plantain. And I'm a catcher rather on Kronkron say, Eradi, what she had to four bra. Me catcher Radi Christo and Munyam say, a bebo one nami no men in Asa. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of testimony is that? Plantain. All the things you took the market, I don't think it will even be up to 500 Ghana cities. Meanwhile, she's coming to say that we should we should join her to bless God. And I had to drop everything I came to preach. It's not 
we don't need a city message here. Hallelujah. And then I also started singing. I mean, when I, I sang and knelt down, I was wondering why that day I had to kneel. I want to do, I also wanted to do something to tell God that I want to dirty myself in this place. Very important. As we are talking, somebody has gone to school. The person has degree. The person has pedigree. The person has degree. The person has degree. The person has a degree. The person has all kinds of degrees. But the person is home. Why? Because it has rained. And I didn't get a call. It has rained. The weather is too chilly. The weather is chilly. Your problem is that your hair is not working. Adrena said, For any year, That's what the Bible says. Put it up there. Let's close. Hallelujah. 102 sound. Have you enjoyed yourself tonight? Or you wanted it to be hot? All right. Let's go. He says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Did you see that? Serve the Lord with gladness. This is a powerful admonishment. Serve the Lord with gladness. Tell somebody, serve the Lord with gladness. The way you are saying, serve the Lord with gladness. You are not even glad about it. Serve the Lord with gladness. Yeah, serve the Lord with gladness. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. It's a wonderful thing to serve the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Today, today, I was, I was combing through Facebook and I saw a video. Were you at the Kumasi conference? Aggie, you didn't come. You didn't come. So, when, I've forgotten the year, about like three, four years ago. 2019, yeah, 2019. And I saw the video and the man of God was praying. You were there. The man of God was praying and he laid hands on me. I was looking at it. Then I told Kelvin, hey, I've served God. Then Kelvin said, ah, like you served God. I said, I say, my year, Juma Merati. Then I said, why? Then I said, look at the background. I am the one who did the light. I am the one who did the light. And then I was telling him all the things I had to go through. That day, I had to go to Oprah Square to get lights. I got the light. I bought everything. I was holding it. All the money was finished. The only thing that was left was my transport. I had to carry the thing. 2019. And then when I was picking a car, I was holding the thing in the rubber light. Because we were not getting a car. It was in the evening. So, I, somebody was pulling the thing. My, my stream is asking. So, the only thing the person could get was my phone. The person took my phone. Circle. Took my phone from my back. I was in Note 5. He took the phone like that. I didn't even, I, I went and I didn't find the phone. Then I came. The next day, we had to go. It was a Tuesday or so. So, Wednesday, we had to go to Kumasi. We left to Kumasi. Then when we sat in the car, my Tommy said, you, you misbehave. So, I stopped on the way. They waited for me. You hear, I said, this, we don't know what is happening here. We started. When we got to Bunzo, I just said, please, let's stop here. Go, go. Take the rest of the money. Go. I went somewhere, did myself some, bought Colodio. That one, I took about four. Yes. And I picked a car. Then I came. When I came, that was the day the thing was starting. I got there around 12. I now have to, you know how, you have to bring all this thing out. And then, 
connect it. When you cut, you connect it. Nobody was there. I think Peter was the one who, who offered to help and were laying the, back, the black cloth and what have you. The two of us alone were doing this thing. And I had not eaten the whole day. Peter, I say, hey, I was literally shaking. I was doing the thing. Then daddy came around, just walking like that. Mommy, what is this? Oh! I said, what is this? What, what, what are you doing? Seven has to start at seven. What time did you come here? He did not wait to know whether I was not going, I was not well or what. What is this? I said, Baba, please, I will, I will, I will handle it. You will, will come out well. I don't, I, don't, I don't see what you are doing. They just left like that. Hey! Then Peter was laughing at me. I'm thinking, should I remove all this and leave their nonsense background for them or what? The service was supposed to start at seven. And 15 minutes to the service, Mr. Adia and so. He just said, Kwame, we have 15 more minutes to start service. What are you doing? I don't even know what you are doing. So I to come. I went to the middle and I found that the thing has not come. So I just, I, I, call, I just connected the thing. He was outside. Then I turned it off. So I think he saw through the window that something has, he came like that. I even have the courtesy to say it looks nice. You didn't have the discipline to tell me you have done well. And I went, I, I went through it. Listen, it is good to serve the Lord. Come on, I say it is good to serve the Lord. And I was, and that day, the first night, as it was ministry, I didn't eat all. Then I had to go and still take the microphone and lead songs. When I finished, when I so when I finished singing, I couldn't take it anymore. I left the building. Then I went straight to the kitchen. I went and said, Mama Sarah, I'm hungry. Give me food to eat. So Sasu, I said, Mama Sarah, I don't know. Please, please. Give me something to eat. I've not eaten since morning. The things that I've done here, give me. I said, Oh, me bawabre. He gave me something to eat. Hallelujah. It's good to serve God. Join something. Do something in the house of God. Don't just be walking and be coming and be going and be coming and be going and be coming. No. Do something. Find something to do. Hallelujah. Be upstanding because I got to close. Tell somebody, find something to do. Hold the persons and say, brother, sister, find something to do. Find something to do. Hallelujah. Yeah, find something to do. I want you to lift up your voice. We're just lifting up our voice in the next two minutes. Father, I am grateful. I am thankful. I want you to set your mind right now on some amazing things the Lord has done in your life. Right now. And then, open your mouth and begin to thank God. Begin to thank God. Think about some great things God has done. It can be your spiritual life. It can be salvation. It can be some things you can name. I have every reason to bless you. And bless the name of the Lord. I thank you for the great things that you have done. I thank you for the great things that you have done. Thank you Lord for meeting me with the light of your salvation. 
Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the spirit of God. I glorify you this evening, Lord. I keep in my mind all the wonderful things that you have done for me. I thank you, Lord, for all the wonderful things that you have done for me. I bless you, Father, for all the wonderful things that you have done for me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I bless you, Father. I thank you for all the opportunities I have to serve you, God. Thank you, Father. I glorify you for putting me in the ministry and for the privilege to lead your people we glorify you we glorify you we thank you Lord Father I bless you I bless you for the pastors you have given me I bless you for the leaders that you have given me I thank you Lord I thank you for the branches I thank you Father I thank you Lord we bless you oh we glorify you thank you Father for giving me oh God a faithful and a loyal Lord a loyal associate pastor thank you for my leaders and thank you for my pastors I bless God for their lives I thank you God that you have given my leaders and my pastors a heart for ministry I am grateful I thank you Lord for the members that you have given us who are growing to become leaders and the hearts they also have for ministry oh blessed God I bless you Lord that you have given us people who are ready to to serve you. Thank you for members who are ready to serve you. Thank you for leaders who are ready to lay their all on the altar to see the vision of the Lord prosper. I thank you that you have given me members like the ones you gave to Nehemiah who said, let us arise and build. I bless you, Father. Oh, Shandabaya, for leaders you gave me, Lord, at the start of this ministry people oh God who have stayed who have stayed through and through I thank you father that of all the things that we went through of all the things the devil threw on our path of all the things Lord we are still here to say we bless you thank you for giving us the victory thank you for giving us the victory we should have been crushed we should have died we should have been destroyed but thou Lord oh God you have been faithful we came to a point when we were emotionally battered when we were broken when we were shattered when we did not know the next move when we were so confused oh Shandabaya but oh God Shandalabahaya oh Radadabahaya your eyes were on us Lord your eyes were on us we bless you we glorify you oh Rolo Sarobobo Sarababobo Satya thank you for the great things that you have done and thank you for the great things that you are doing oh lord we are optimistic of the future oh we look at the future and we see your mighty hand we look at the future and we see your mighty hand you are worthy of it all you are worthy of it all 
you are worthy of our praise and you are worthy of our worship oh bless the Lord with me magnify the Lord with me the Lord has done me well oh thank you father many young people started out ministry Lord and one way or the other they could not get to where I am today it wasn't by my strength it wasn't by my power it was by your grace and it is by your grace it is by your grace Lord that I am what I am it is by your grace Lord that anointing is still flowing Lord it should have been cut off Lord but I miss all you have been faithful I miss all you have been faithful I miss all you have been faithful thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord I praise you I thank you I worship you and I serve you Lord Oh, thank you. Father, we thank you. And we bless you. We thank you for the great things that you have done for us as a church. We thank you for setting your light on us. We thank you for setting your grace on us. We thank you, Lord, that no matter what, you are still with us. We thank you, Lord, that you are faithful. We thank you, Lord, that you are merciful. Blessed be your name, Lord. We thank you that you have brought us from all walks of life. And today you have gathered us together, Lord, as a children of one family. Our Lord, we are, we are grateful. Father, we are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you for the wonderful things you are doing for us. Thank you for the glorious things you are doing for us. Oh Lord, thank you for where you are taking us and where you are taking this church. Oh Lord, your spirit is so strong. Your spirit remains strong with us. Your light remains strong with us. Your grace remains strong with us. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you Father. Hallelujah. I have in me the bird. 